from the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs. This is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Welcome, Chiefs Kingdom. It's a brand new week, and there is a lot to talk about in terms of the rookie class and some other younger players that were able to get out and enjoy, quote-unquote, rookie camp. We're going to talk about what the weekend's festivities included and where we're going from here. We're brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15 off your next order. There is a lot to cover here, and I think we need to jump into it. Yeah, there's a ton to talk about. You start looking at Rookie Minicamp, and you have all the guys reporting, and thank you very much. We actually have a little bit to talk about regarding regarding that, and uh, you know, all the players got their numbers as well, so there's that out there as well, and I'm probably going to be ordering a Creed Humphrey jersey. Just going to throw that out there. Yeah, okay. That's, that's Which fair. is kind of funny because I asked people who, whose jersey they wanted, and everybody seemed to want Humphreys, so kind of surprised about that. But That's pretty good. Both the second-round picks got a number in the 50s this year. I, I don't know everyone's. Do you want to run them down? Yeah, I was just looking for that right now. It looks like uh, Creed Hum- – well, Bolton we know is 54. Mm-hmm. Uh, Creed Humphrey is 52. Then you have a couple of other guys – I think it's interesting that both of them ended up in the fifties for, you know, two second round picks. And um evidently Bolton's worn that number before, although he was thirty two at Mizzou, so a bit of, de- of a departure, but I would assume that was high school and he said he had some other friends that have worn that as well. Yeah, and he's taking uh what Wilson's number, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So Bolton is fifty four, as we said, Humphrey is fifty two, Kando is fifty nine, so there goes Reggie Ragland's old number. And Gray is 83. Yep. And I'm not going to lie. That's going to be really weird seeing 83 on the field uh, in a large uniform. Right. <laughs> um, I'm used to seeing smaller wide receivers with that number. I'm thinking you, Wes Welker. I know he wasn't in Kansas City, but just in general, it seems to be they're always smaller wide receivers. Powell is wearing number 14 and Trey Smith is 65. That's the one that stood out to me is is Cornell Powell. like. And he's not as explosive as Sammy, but when you look at him and this is Andy said something about this and we'll go into a a couple of things that went on and and what the coach's comments were. But when you watch the run, they're just in helmets and and jerseys. So you get to see like the outline of what their shoulder build is and that kind of thing. And And he looks a little bit like Sammy out there wearing number 14 this weekend. Yeah, and I think that's a good sign for Kansas City. And I do think that uh, he will have a chance to make some plays on the field this year for Kansas City. I, I do think that I'm really interested to see him and a couple other guys at, at training camp when that kicks off at in late July. Yeah, I, I am as well. It's going to be an interesting group. And I don't think um, that there's probably as much hype as there should be. It looks like there's going to be a good competition there. Um, coming up tomorrow, you're going to hear some from Nate Tice, who actually joined me on RGR about a different topic as well. So you can see Nate or hear Nate on both. But Cornell Powell is a guy that he couldn't wait to talk about. Like, that's how excited he was. And I think that says a lot, given the room that he's walking into. Now, again, this is this is early. This is just rookie camp. There's I mean, there's not even shadowing with anybody that's got more than, you know, three snaps of experience. So um, everything's got to be a big grain of salt. But from where we are right now, compared to last season, it's light years ahead. Yeah, I think so. And I think, you know, you're also looking at a situation where you have 
Lucas Niang back in this rookie minicamp as well because he didn't play last year. He is technically considered a rookie. And I want to throw this out there because it's such a big point that people will forget. Yes, they drafted him last year, but his contract completely told it starts this year. Yeah. That's a so big he's difference. At least under contract for four more years. Mm-hmm. So that's a big deal. I mean, he can't even get to you know regular free agency for four more seasons. Yeah, and, and that helps the Chiefs long term in terms of being able to keep um, the cost down, as we've been talking about all offseason. Uh, well, I want to get into a couple things about him specifically. Do you have something before we should jump? Yeah, I just want to say this really quick. I I do think that it's really interesting. I was not happy when he opted out last year, and I understand that was his choice, and I get it. Um, I wanted to see him get a chance to play. But I do think that it sets him up to be able to start his first year in the NFL uh, because I do think that that's probably where it's going to end up. And Kansas City could really get a bargain out of him not playing that last year. Yeah, I think all told, it's going to be important for him and LDT. Um, But I want to get into him specifically about where he is physically, what's going on. And we have a ton to talk about with this whole camp. We're going to start that when we get back after this. Hey, cheese fans, listen up. New Genix, the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC, is offering a complimentary bottle to all football fans in America. Get your complimentary bottle of New Genix Total T. Text DRAFT to 231231. This unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testafin, which helps boost free testosterone and total testosterone levels and increase energy and lean muscle mass. Plus text now, and they'll include a bottle of New Genix Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients, to help you get back in shape, text DRAFT to 231231. That's DRAFT to 231231. Message and data rates may apply. Eugenics Total T is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. And like the TV ads say, she'll like it too. If you're over 40, don't let age get in the way. Get your edge back with Nugenics. There's a reason Nugenics has been the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC for years. It works. Investing can be complicated. But whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on your preferences. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets. And you can get your first 5000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNFL. All you need is 500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. Get your first 5000 managed for free for life. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNFL to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNFL to get started today. So, in starting with Lucas Nyang, a lot, a lot of hype about where is he, what he's sure. doing. You've seen him on YouTube. You guys heard from Brett Yaris here on the show, and you saw him on RGR. And so we had a, a long and detailed conversation about Lucas. And he feels he's in better shape. Brett Yaris, by the way, folks, is his trainer, the guy that's been helping him while he was away from the team. He feels he's in better shape than when he came in. And then he gets to camp, and all I saw on social media was, oh, my Lord, he's got to be 40 pounds overweight. And I see all this rumor mm-hmm. and all these comments. Well, turns out, Brett confirmed he, he's at his combine weight. He's at the weight that he played, and he's exactly 
in terms of size, the player that he was when he was drafted. So there's absolutely nothing to be worried about. Well, and you start looking at it, and I think you have to realize most people aren't going to understand that a 300-pound man is not going to look very fluid running uh, unless you're a freak of nature, uh, a.k.a. You know, K-Pass was a freak of nature at, what, 270, 280? Yeah. Uh, but that's not what most men his size are going to look like. So uh, I wasn't really that worried about it, but I understood where people were coming from. The one thing I, I have to ask really quick before we get into camp, do you think if they had him on the roster last year, it changes the Super Bowl? I think probably it does, only because it would have been at the point that when um, Fish goes down, maybe you you do have to move Remmers still. I don't know that I, that even if he had, say, sat all season behind Schwartz, I think he probably would have eventually gotten the lineup at right. But just say he didn't. Maybe that's the week. You, know, you get your first snap action at, at the Super Bowl, right? Um, I do think that that sets them up to be in better shape overall because you didn't have a leak at both sides of the line. I think he would have been able to hold yep. his own. Don't get me wrong. I think Shaq lost or <laughs> I think Shaq Barrett would have gotten the better of him because the speed rush is the one thing that I think you have to worry about there. Lucas uses his long arms well, but yeah, I, I think it would have made a difference. But I don't know that it would have made enough difference for them to win. Is I guess really where I was going with that. Oh. And the other thing is, is I wonder if Niang would have been the guy that they would have put at left tackle and let Rimmer stay at right. Well, that's the big speculation, right? Can he swing over? That's I don't think they're going to do that this year. No, if, they won't do that this year. But if they had the emergency need last season, maybe that does happen. I don't know. Yep. I think it's so. something to watch here, though, to see if he takes any any reps in this OTA period on the left just to have that versatility. And I think that that's definitely something that they need to do if they think that it's possible that he's going to be the guy that would flip over if they're going to, if something happens to Brown. Yeah, that is that is very interesting. And, you know, Andy kind of addressed it as well. Um, I mean, not the, the you know, weight rumors specifically, but when asked how he looked, um, his word was tremendous. He said he looked great for what they're doing right now. And that's that's enough. That's and he said what you're he, looking for. Yeah, yeah, and he said he looked like he was in better shape than he was this time last year. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what you need to you need to do, and you need to be. So uh, I think you know everybody had a little overblown, and I get it because he did. I'll I'll be the first to make he did not look good when he was running, but you're an offensive lineman, you're not going to look good when you're running. So yeah, I mean, and that's just the nature Usually. of him being him. He's not Eric Fisher. Not everybody is, yep. you know. And to quote Andy here, um, when asked about you know rust and that kind of thing, um, quote. You can tell that he's worked. The thing is that there's no offense versus defense uh, with the lines, and we didn't go over any one-on-ones or anything like that, unquote. That's from Andy Reid himself. So for a kid basically walking in as a rookie, yes, you've had some contact. That's honestly about all you can hope from uh, a literally a rookie offensive lineman. Yeah, and honestly, I think it's high praise from Andy Reid because he doesn't give praise to guys very often. So... And I will say this too on on the look of uh, of Niang. Uh, you think Niang looks bad? Just wait till you see Orlando Brown running, running, <laughs> and doing drills. <clears throat> Brown is a big boy, and, and don't even ask what I look like running. It's bad. I mean, bad. Well, I wasn't going to go there. You know, I'm just trying to put some you know comparison here. It's all relative, and these guys are athletes. Just because they're not what you expected them to look like doesn't necessarily mean that there's anything wrong there. And quite frankly, 
this is this is the beginning. It's a reset. Like we're saying, it's a rookie. So I think he will actually play into shape even better at this point because he still hasn't gone through an Andy Reid practice routine. It's true. And he hasn't gone through OTAs. He hasn't gone through training camp. He hasn't been in the you know team facility eating what they're trying to feed. I mean, any of that. So it's all going to be you know, new to him. And I think that that's going to be something to watch. And honestly, you know, you're sitting here looking at this situation and, you know, you've got potentially uh, two guys that are basically going to be on rookie contracts that could be starters for your line for years to come. And that's what's impressive. Now, Reed's comments didn't go over Creed specifically, but he said that the whole group had a pretty good outing. I mean, this. And sorry, I should say three. Ah. Because Trey Smith, Trey Smith, Niang, and Creed Humphrey. I forgot about Humphrey, so I apologize. So there's basically three that it could be on law, rookie contracts for a very long Yeah, time. I mean, because that, that's basically Lucas has now joined this rookie class because of the tolling yep. of his first contract. And that's, I mean, <laughs> that makes the future that much brighter. Um, we knew that the tolling was happening uh, with LDT when he opted out. We knew that it would come down to that. Um, but I think that. I kind of get, got lost in the shuffle. It was like, who are they going to man it with? What is it not what it did to extend the effective rookie contract for Niang? I think that's important. Those three together, I think, honestly, jumping in here, you could see them being what is the the future of the center out to the right tackle. Those three guys in particular together could be the unit of the future. Yeah. For the next five or six or seven or eight years. I mean, you could have your guys. Right there. Um, uh, all I'm going to say is Will Shields has a training center in town. Y'all better get with him and you better stay with him. <laughs> oh, I guarantee you Will Shields is reaching out. And I guarantee you Creed Humphrey is going to be there because I, I'm just sure he is all about, you know, being here and being in Kansas City and, and uh, looking forward to it. And so is Trey Smith. And honestly, I, I actually liked and I know we need to talk about the other rookies and I think we'll do that after this break. But I actually liked Smith said something about. When he found out he was going to Kansas City, he was really excited. But then he also said one of the things that he said in his presser, I think, this weekend was, you know, I will say this. You know, when I found out I was coming to Kansas City, one of my f- original thoughts was, oh, crap. Now I got to chase Bolton around the field all the time because <laughs> <laughs> he's because he's played against him. Yep. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And, and it's going to be more fun. Now, I think we do need to get into the other rookies. We're going to hit them coming up next. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are going to be back in full swing. And bet online even covers award shows, reality TV, all kinds of stuff. Real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. The promo code's locked on for Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. And Bolton's the interesting one. Um, Andy was asked specifically about Nick Bolton. Um, a lot of obviously being the, the top selection in any class, you're going to get uh, the brunt of any attention. And Andy's quote was this. He had a nice interception today, actually, in the red zone. He's tiger tough, and he's even got the lingo down. Um, he's out there battling. You have to love that. And he's got great instincts. He's very intelligent. He did a nice job. And this is where I found it is free. End quote. Andy then kind of was like, okay, let's not put too much pressure on because he goes on to say, now we're in shorts and he's a linebacker. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like he wants to give him that room to maneuver. Like, yes, he looks great. We're happy with him. 
And I think Andy really summed up what their evaluation of what the, him pre-draft is that he's instinctive and he's intelligent and he can run their defense. Now let's not make and, him and, have to be a starter week one, okay? <laughs> right, and I think that's the key. But I think also what you said there is a huge key is that he's instinctive. And the reason that's such a huge key is because you don't see a situation where he's a huge athlete. Mm-hmm. He did not test well in, in athleticism. But the instinctiveness instinctiveness helps him. And I think that's going to play into his game. And I think that that's a big key for him going forward. Yeah, and it's something that can honestly make up for some athleticism limitations. Um, that's exactly my point. Pairing <laughs> him with Willie will eventually make a tandem that you can picture in you know, the 4-2-5 base, which is now what we should call the base defense, is a 4-2-5 nickel. You know, that gives you the field general, to quote Madden, and the elite athlete. Uh, Again, we forget sometimes because Willie played some snaps, but he didn't play as much as everybody wanted. He was the elite guy at the linebacker position in the 2019 draft. So, or in the 2020 draft, because this is 2021, and I just can't keep track of what year it is, but the two of them together are very different. A lot of times we kind of assume that, hey, the, 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 a team, and obviously in our case, the Chiefs, have a type of linebacker they want. They are very, very comfortable being uh, distinctive in the roles that these guys play. They don't have to all be interchangeable like we've come to accept that they want the safeties to be. Yep. And I think it's also interesting, and I just thought about this, is that the Chiefs actually have two position groups that are pretty much going to be filled uh, by the guys in this class at this point. Or, you know, a guy from last year in, you know, Willie Gay. Gay and Bolton together are basically your linebacker group for the next four or five years. That is probably the, the you know, the thought process is that's going to be your linebacker group. Obviously, it won't be that this year, but I would say easily in 2022, that's more than likely going to be the scenario. Yeah. And I think you can be pretty comfortable with that. Yes. Is there going to be churn? Yes. Anthony Hitchens contract is going to limit his stay here. And I think what we'll have to really monitor is as they go through this initial 17 game season is how much can Hitchens continue to contribute and what, when he can't, because I mean, at Anthony's age, you're going to give up a game or two to injury most likely. And with the extension of the season by another game, you might get an opportunity, depending on you know the way that the season goes, having two January games, both in cold weather cities in Denver and Cincinnati, could come down to the, to the thing if they have their uh, spot, their seed in the playoffs lined up. Maybe you're not playing Anthony Hitchens, and so any time that he's not on the field, it should be Nick Bolton going into the mic. And the more they yeah, and the sorry, the more ahead. they get out of it, the better this season. No, absolutely. And I think the key there is he needs to be the guy that comes in for Hitchens. I completely agree with that. But then you also need to see one of the things that you also said that Reed has talked about is he's intelligent. That is absolutely something that's going to be needed to play that Mike linebacker position. So I think that they're going to be in great in a great situation when it comes to linebacker play for the next couple of years. Uh, we'll see if they t- are able to take a step forward ahead this year uh, with Willie Gay starting more than likely, I would imagine, uh, and Hitchens and obviously Bolton coming off the bench at different times. Now, when we start looking at the rest of the draft class, I want to talk about Noah Gray really quick because sitting at number 83, uh, that's his jersey number. I, I do think it's 
Uh, interesting. He was one of the only tight ends that was actually uh, at camp. Uh, well, he was actually the only tight end that was listed to be at camp. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but funny enough, our buddy jo- Jody Fortson, <laughs> number eighty-eight, was playing tight end at camp. Uh, they listed. They still list him as a wide receiver. I don't understand that, and it's going to be whatever it is. But Gray did mention that Fortson has been a very big help to him already in his career. So I think that's pretty awesome to hear as well. Yeah, I, I do as well. And I think that's just you know a lag in the designation between the coaching staff and the PR department. Um, I, I don't think that's anything to read into. I I tried to make sure that I put that out there on social media when they when I saw that was the way they listed him. Because clearly when you're wearing 88 on this roster, you're more li- than likely going to be in that mm-hmm. tight end room. And he has been. We knew that from about midpoint of last season that Fortson was working with the tight ends. I think that's great. Between Gray, um, <laughs> I mean, Blake, Kaiser, Fortson, that's five guys that are very, very different in terms of what they're able to do on the field. And I think that makes a nice, well-rounded room, allows you, especially with the rules, if we assume that they can do the late call-ups like we had last season, I think that allows you to keep maybe all of them in some way between the, the active roster and the practice squad and be very, very versatile at the position. I would agree with that. I will say this, though. There's no way I don't think that he wears 88 into yeah. the season. He may wear it during camp. He may wear it during, uh, you know, preseason games. But once the season starts, if he's on the practice squad or if he's on the roster, he is going to have a different. I'd number. have to go back and check his because he wore two in college. Well, I'm just saying. The whole reason Kansas City put that question to change jersey numbers into the NFL and it got approved is because of this situation with 88 and Kansas City wanting to retire that number. That is the whole premise as to why they wanted to retire that number. And I'm glad they did. And so we'll see what he becomes. But yes, for a guy who has needed help along the way from veterans to now be in the reverse role and fortunate and willingly and fortunate is not a, a guy that has his role carved out. We don't know what he's going to be. I would like to see the two of these guys be the two on the 53 behind Travis, but that's, you know, that's just what I think. We want to know what you think. Make sure you leave us something at Locked On Chiefs on Twitter. Let us know what you think. What do you want to see in that tight end room when it comes down to the 53? There are many more things to talk about of what went on during rookie camp. There's more coming. We're going to get into more details tomorrow. I hope that you guys appreciate that. We also have Nate Tice coming back tomorrow in part of that show. So thanks for everything you do for us. Thanks for listening today. And we will talk to you tomorrow. Ryan Tracy is the founder of Rogue Analytics and the host of RGR Football on YouTube. Follow him there. Chris Clark is a senior analyst at ChiefsDigest.com where you can get his work. Rate and review at Apple Podcasts and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Thank you for listening.